Welcome to Real Food, Real Conversations with Sophia DeSantis, where we focus on finding our happy balance between salad and fries. everybody. Welcome back to the Real Food, Real Conversations podcast. This is episode 57, and this is going to be a solo episode with just me today. I'm excited to record another solo episode. I don't think I've done one for a little bit, um, but I'm really, really excited to talk about today's topic, which is the idea of your um, wellness goals. And basically, in general, we all have goals in life. We have um, goals for work. We have goals, you know, for fitness. We have goals for eating. Lots of goals. And overall, when it comes to wellness, we talk about the physical wellness, the mental wellness, and even some people talk about the social wellness. Um, but the idea of a goal is really what I want to focus on today. I have studied goals for a really long time. I was a special education teacher for half of my teaching career and then a general education teacher in first grade. And part of my um, teaching credential training, my master's um, degree that I got, the education I got there, and then also my experience with teaching is that um, with students, when we make goals, we always take those goals and we break them down into small steps. And from what I'm seeing, for some reason as adults, we think that, I don't know if it's because we're adults, but we think that when we make goals, we can just achieve that goal. And we don't think about taking a step back and talking to ourselves about what is it going to take to get there. So as a goal coach, I guess you could call myself, um, I am here to help you guys learn how to make those goals achievable without feeling overwhelmed because when we're overwhelmed we tend to give up so if you're looking at the post um, attached to this podcast i have a free guide it's called the small habits guide and this is what we're going to talk about today is generally how to create small habits that will lead us towards being successful with our goals we are told to have big goals right reach for the stars have these big goals but as i said it's more the process to get there than it is the goal itself. So how is it that we achieve these goals without feeling overwhelmed, right? We need the right strategy. So as I said, when I was a teacher, I did this in my career every single day for all of my students. I taught, I learned how to break these goals that we had for the year into tiny steps so that these young kids would not get overwhelmed and give up, right? We wanted them to be successful. Well, I then also went on last year and I earned my health coach certificate. And in my training there, I came across this section. Like, I don't know if you know when you're studying that sometimes they have these box sections that sometimes we tend to ignore, but something caught my eye. And the section was all about something called the tiny habits method. And basically this tiny habits method took my thoughts that I've always, things that I've always believed in and put it into an actual thing. I was reading this going, yes, this is what I do. This is what I believe in. Um, this tiny habits method was coined by a man named BJ Fogg. And basically what it says is that the idea is to make behavior changes you want so small that they're actually really easy to do. So you're breaking up all these these things you need to do to achieve these goals into small, actionable behavior changes. 
Um, this is what I do in my health coaching business. I help people do this because sometimes you lead that other person. So if you're interested in having a health coach, a goal coach, you can call me, um, make sure to click on the link in the post so I can um, help you out. You can also email me at Sophia at veggiesdon'tbite.com. Um, and I'm really here to help people understand how to make small habits um, and create them and integrate them into their everyday life. So how do we start? That always seems to be the problem here, right? Is how we start. And the first thing I do with clients when it comes to um, working with them is I make them figure out a why. Your why is basically your reason for doing what you want to do. If you don't have a why, you don't have an anchor point. You don't have something to keep your eye on. And you don't have something that means something, really means something to you to work towards. So your why could be a million things. The one thing I say, though, is that your why has to be something that is resonates with you, not resonates with somebody else, or is what you think you should be doing. Because in the online world, we are surrounded by, we should look this way, we should weigh this way, we should exercise this way, we should eat this way. But the reality is, is if you don't have a connection, if you don't have an anchor, if you don't have something that truly means something to you, it's not going to work. All the research shows this, that when it comes to behavior change, the research shows that if it's not something that's meaningful to you, your behavior will not change, right? So some examples of whys by current and past clients um, would be helping reduce blood pressure. That's a why because this client is, that was all about the health of their body and in order to live a long life. Um, same goes with cholesterol. Um, diabetes, either preventing or reversing diabetes. If there's diabetes in your family, um, then it's something that, you know, you might want to focus on. Um, obesity, that seems to be a big thing in our country today. Now, I'm not all about um, you have to be thin to be healthy. However, there is um, a line that's crossed when you're not exercising, you're not eating wholesome foods, and you're, you know, overeating where obesity comes into play. And obesity is a precursor for many chronic diseases like a heart disease, diabetes, things like that. So perhaps you have, you know, people around you that you don't want to get to that point. And maybe you have a health and wellness goal for that. Um, another goal could be feeling stronger. Forget about what you look like, but what about how you feel? Feeling stronger so that you can just do things in everyday life without feeling weak. Um, being able to run around with ch your children. That is a big one I hear a lot because a lot of people that come to me are parents and their kids are active and they want to play sports. They want to run around the beach. And it's hard when you're not in physical, great physical condition. Um, also, uh, a goal could be, you know, a long-term goal of being able to live long enough to see your children grow up, graduate, get married, have kids. So the goal just has to be something, I mean, the why, sorry, I meant the why, not the goal. The why has to be something that resonates with you. There's really no wrong answer as long as it resonates with you. So after we figure out our why, we need to choose a goal that will help. And there's going to be multiple goals that you want to achieve in life, but I fully believe that you need to focus on one goal at a time. And actually, I take that back. Not just necessarily, um, what I mean by that is not just one goal until you've met that goal and then move on. It could be meeting part of that goal and then moving on to another goal that complements it. And I'll give you an example. It's a very personal process. So I can't really give you necessarily like detailed 
steps for how to do it because your goals are going to be different than mine, but I will take you through my own journey so that you can better understand. Um, we changed our diet to help my husband's health. That was our initial um, why behind changing our diet to a mostly plant-based diet. But in the process, I realized that it was also obviously helping my health. And as I uh, moved on in life and experienced different things, I realized that um, there are things that are coming up for myself in the last like two to three years that I really wanted to work on, mainly anxiety, um, things like that. So wellness in, in general encompasses body, mind, and some people say also social, spiritual, um, but body and mind, the body, uh, the wellness of my body and mind was, you know, for me is important. Um, so I wrote down some goals and I, to focus on in, in those areas. Number one is I really wanted to bring meditation into my daily habits. Now I used to think meditation was something that hippies did, but, um, the reality is that meditation can actually be extremely helpful. And especially with someone going through anxiety and, um, I was going through early onset menopause, things like that. Meditation was something that I thought, um, I was told by doctors and just, I knew that something I could really benefit from. So I just, I started from ground zero. I never did any meditation whatsoever. So that was kind of a goal to bring it into my daily life. Um, another goal was based on strength. I wanted to do a handstand. I started getting into yoga as I was looking into my meditation goal. Um, and I really wanted to do a handstand and I will tell you, I'm not quite there yet, but I'm getting closer and it's an ongoing goal of mine. And the other thing I realized is I can't do gluten anymore. And so another goal of mine was to cut gluten out of my diet, which is something that you think, oh, just easy, just don't eat it. But it's not as easy as you think. So in general, in the food arena with like the plants and the, you know, wholesome foods, I, I felt pretty solid. However, the gluten was a new issue that came up. And that was something I knew I wanted to work on. Um, it's really important, as I said, to work on one small habit related to a goal at a time. So habits are come, first you have your why, then you have your overall goal. And then from the goal, you have habits that you can, that you can start integrating and changing your behavior to include into your everyday life without really thinking about it, that will lead you towards that goal. And that's what we're talking about here is those small habits. Okay. So when it comes to a habit, you want to work on one at a time. So you have to pick on a goal you want to start with. For me, meditation was the goal I wanted to start with, which um, sounds interesting because you'd think that maybe I would do the gluten because that sounds easier. However, um, my mental wellness is a huge guide to my physical well-being. So I felt like if I worked on my mental wellness first, that would help make my physical goals a lot easier to do. So I picked the meditation part. Now, when I think about meditation, I had to put it into small achievable steps, which are those healthy, small habits that you can integrate. Um, I didn't meditate at all. So I was starting from zero. Okay. So I needed to think of habits that I could start with when I'm starting from zero. Now, if you meditate sometimes, then perhaps you would not start as low as I did. But again, remember small habits, these are habits you want to integrate into your everyday life so that you don't really even think about them when you're doing them too much. So number one, here's the first habit that I started with. Um, the habit came from this idea came from this book I read um, a couple of years ago called Becoming Superwoman by Nicole Lappin. If you have not read this book, I 100% recommend it. It was excellent and very much um, changed a lot of my thought process about life in general. Um, I have the link in the post uh, associated with this uh, 
uh, uh, podcast. So click on it. So the first small habit was when I was brushing my teeth, I was not going to think about anything else. I wasn't going to scroll on my phone. I was going to talk to my husband. I was going to focus on the act of brushing my teeth. And this came from this book where she talked about um, mindfulness and how when you're focused on one thing, that's being present in the everyday moment. And I didn't think about that. And it seems so simple and seems so easy, but it's so true. So many things we do these days, we're multitasking with our brains. So my first small habit was when I was brushing my teeth, I was going to focus on the act of brushing my teeth. And my suggestion when it comes to your goals is you want to, um, or your habits, sorry, is you want to successfully do them about 80% of the time for at least three weeks so that you're giving yourself some leeway for, oh, I, you know, I had the kid interrupted me while I was brushing my teeth. So I had to focus on something else. This is life. But I focused on as I'm brushing my teeth, just brushing my teeth. That's it. I didn't allow myself to do anything else. And I just did that. And that was something that I found achievable because it was little, it was small, and it was a habit that could become integrated. And now the habit of when I go brush my teeth, it is an automatic thing to put my phone next to my bed before I go into my bathroom. So I've created this habit of, you know, when I first started this, I had to physically go put my phone down by my bed so that I didn't have my phone with me. Um, but it became a habit. It became automatic that my body just went and put my phone down. And this is what I'm talking about when it comes to these small habits. So once I mastered that, I had the small habit of starting every Monday with a five minute guided meditation from the call map. I needed a guided meditation because I needed someone to kind of take me through that. And the call map is great. And there's a lot of apps out there that do guided meditation, but I love that I could pick from so many options and I could pick the time frame. Um, so starting every Monday when I woke up, five minutes, that's it. Five minutes of a guided meditation. And once that was achieved, Monday and Wednesday, I wanted to do that because the middle of the week hump day is, is rough for me. So that's why I picked that. And then once that was achieved, the next habit was Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. So once I did that, I was doing it almost every other day and it was becoming more integrated into my everyday life and becoming um, a, a behavior that I'm, I'm changing. The next thing um, I wanted to do was before I worked out, because I work out probably um, five to six days a week. Uh, before I work out, before I start my workout, I wanted to do that five minute guided meditation. So instead of having it be the way I start my day, I began to do it before I worked out. And I typically 99% of the time work out in the morning. So this works for me because I could attach it to a habit I already had. And that's what's important. Same with brushing the teeth. I attached my meditation goal of focusing or my wellness goal of my habit of focusing on just brushing my teeth to a habit I had of brushing my teeth. So this attaching it to my workout was important to me in that I already had that habit. And the reason I didn't attach it to my workout at the beginning is because my habit of working out is five to six days a week. And I just thought it was easier for me to go slowly and not have to do it every time I worked out. So I just, that's why I started with just the beginning of the day. But after this, you know, attaching it to every workout, you can, um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, you can, and I'm actually taking a step back. I'm actually pretty happy with the way it is right now. So um, 
I've been this way for a long time is taking that five minutes attached to my workout. Um, I've made this a daily uh, a work a habit that I've integrated into my life. So I've moved on from that goal um, currently. But just because I've moved on to a different goal doesn't mean I can't go back and increase that time when I feel that I'm ready to increase that time. Okay, so the, it's a fluid thing. Wellness is fluid. It's a continuum. Your goals are fluid. There's no uh, you don't have to have necessarily this endpoint. Working towards something is just as important as an endpoint, and that's why it's so important to create these small habits. Because sometimes our overall goals aren't really something you're necessarily going to achieve a hundred percent in the short term. So it's important to have small habits that you can feel successful in integrating into your life. Because when we feel successful, we have the happy pheromones and it helps move us along and it just gives us that encouragement to keep going. So I could go back and add more time to my meditation if I wanted to, but right now I'm good. Um, I have since cut gluten out of my diet. Um, and again, I've also started working on doing a handstand. So I have slowly woven in and out of those goals and creating small habits to reach or to move towards those goals. Okay. So the benefits, why am I talking about this? What are benefits to creating small habits? Well, I talked a little bit about this already is that when you have a big goal, it seems really overwhelming, right? Um, it's like climbing a mountain and then you don't have the gear, you don't have the shoes, you don't have the water, you know, you're not wearing the appropriate clothing. You need to have the gear in order to meet those goals. And the gear is those small habits. So when we think about those small steps, those are the things that you can create as small habits so that when you reach them, you are happy and you feel success versus looking at your overall goal and feeling super overwhelmed. If you feel overwhelmed, you have a much higher rate of giving up. And that's just what the research shows. That's human nature. We are humans. And when we're compounded with negative and negative and negative, we tend to give up. But if we have these small achievable habits that we integrate, um, we tend to keep going. So Focusing on something small and more accessible, it reduces your overwhelm and it helps you feel more successful, more positive, and therefore you're going to put more effort into these large goals you want to achieve. To give you some ideas of some small habits, um, everything, as I said, is super personal, but in general, if you're focusing on overall wellness, being a good place with your body and your mind will help you in so many areas of your life, right? So if we're feeling good inside, both physically and mentally, your relationships improve, your job performance improves, your being a good parent um, is easier. Um, the list really, really truly goes on and on about how this snowballs into just positivity in your life. So I suggest when it comes to thinking about your goals and habits, focusing on the wellness of your body and or mind. So a few examples could be, um, let's say you want to increase your movement, um, saying that you want to add more movement into your day. Um, if you don't move at all, if you don't exercise at all, even a small walk is better than doing nothing. Taking a walk every single day, a habit that you could create is taking a walk after dinner. So you eat dinner, take a walk to help your body digest and just get out there. Um, that's attaching it to something you already do. And it doesn't have to be long. I mean, start small if you're starting from ground zero and slowly add to it until it becomes a habit and something that you like. And maybe if your goal is to, you know, run one day, you can start adding five minutes of running. Um, I don't know if I'd suggest doing that 
the running part after you eat, but um, I personally can't run after I eat, but it could be something maybe you attach to your morning. Maybe first thing in the morning, you go on a walk. It really just depends on your day and what your goals are. Um, another great goal is to add more veggies into your diet. A super simple habit for uh, this kind of goal is to add, if you do smoothies, add a handful of spinach into your smoothie every morning. This is a habit for me. I don't ever make a smoothie without grabbing for that spinach. So it adds even just a small handful, like adds nutrients to your day, you know, where you didn't have any before. Um, you could also do this in many, many ways, adding more veggies. And um, it, it, you know, I have so much to say about that. That's like a whole different episode, but um, pureeing veggies into things like sauces and stuff like that is another great way to add more veggies into your diet. Another great habit is mentally taking 10 minutes to decompress during the day. We all have so much going on and even taking 10 minutes to going to a quiet room and closing your eyes, reading for 10 minutes, just disconnecting for 10 minutes a day can help reset your mind. That's an awesome goal if you want to focus on your mental health. Um, also, another goal is when it comes to meals. I have a whole episode about my meal systems um, and how we need to recharge. Even when it comes to cooking, we think about recharging when it comes to being busy, but so many of us, especially those of us trying to add more plants into our diet and be healthy um, and, you know, add more nutrients, we think that we need to cook all day, every day. Well, the reality is that that's not sustainable long-term. You need to take a rest day, even from cooking in order to recharge and give it your all the rest of the time. So taking a rest day in your meal routine is super important. And in the episode, in the write-up uh, notes for this episode, I have linked my other episode about recharging. It's, it's a great episode. I would totally, um, I highly suggest listening to it. So overall, it really has to be what works for you and your life. But these are just some examples. And as I said, if you need help with this, I am here to be your goal coach and to help you figure out and break all this down into small habits and help you achieve what you want and living just the life to the fullest, the life that you, you know, you really want to live. If you're not in a place that you truly can look around and say, I'm content. It's so important to be content in life. Everyone deserves that. Um, but I also have a small, uh, a free small habits guide linked to this episode. Make sure you click, um, and, get that small habits guide because it's got some great information in there. It's got trackers, um, examples, all that kind of stuff. I so appreciate you guys for being here. I have loved getting this podcast up and running. I can't believe that we are already on episode 57. It's crazy to me. Um, and if you love this podcast, please subscribe, leave me a rate, leave me a review. Um, it's so helps me get my podcast out there, which means more people are willing to come be a guest on my show, which means I can get excellent information to you guys. And of course, I'm always on Instagram. So if you're listening, make sure to tag me and um, I reply to all my messages. But thank you for being here and make sure to tune in next time when we have an amazing guest, nutritionist, dietitian, talking about um, losing weight with all, without all the gimmicks, counting calories, all that stuff, et cetera. Thanks, everybody, and we'll chat soon.